This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we'll show you how to go from employee truck driver to savvy business owner. And we'll do it together because we're starting our own trucking company, Holland Assets. So you'll get a front row seat through the whole process. Together with some experts in the field, we'll teach you how to set up a business, buy a truck, get your DOT and MC numbers, get insurance, and a lot more. Thanks for joining us. Welcome, everybody, to episode 22 of the Holland Assets Podcast. I am Craig, and with me is Chris. Chris, how's it going? I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing, Craig? Not too bad. Not too bad myself for a, a Monday evening. I suppose the week's just starting, but, you know, we'll, we'll, whatever. It's the beginning of the week. It'll be fine. <laughs> we'll all be fine, okay? All right. Now, just a few more to, days, and it'll be the weekend. I know. I know. <laughs> Today we are uh, we're going to be covering eating on the road. Now I'm excited for this, uh, and I've been excited for it for a while because you teased this uh, this subject a little while ago. Gosh, this must have been ten or fifteen episodes ago. Uh, you talked about wanting to do a little experiment where you would eat food, uh, buy all your food on the road, uh, and then and do that for a week, and then you would do a week where you did pre-planned and pre-packaged meals for yourself, right? Yeah, I think this is going to be a super fun episode. It was really interesting to me and kind of eye-opening, you know, really a good eye-opening experience to kind of see the difference between the two. Yeah, well, good. Well, before we get into it then, anything happening on the road lately? You know what? It's actually been kind of a quiet, smooth last couple of weeks. I don't really have any great stories to tell. <laughs> this is a first. I, I don't know what to say, Chris. I, do we just end the episode here if you don't have any stories? This is unusual. I caught you speechless. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's I, I, it's a little boring, but I suppose we can make it work. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes boring's uh, a, a good thing. You know, it, sometimes it's nice just to be in a little bit of a routine, not have to jump outside of that routine at all. Um, you know, one thing that I've kind of been doing a little bit different the last several weeks that I think's kind of been good is I've been really diligent about calling the shipper, the receiver that I'm, I'm going towards ahead of time. And it's done some good things for me. And I, I've typically kind of do it or at least started doing it just to call to find out two things. Do they have overnight parking? And then to ask what the earliest time that I can show up. Because a lot of times like I'll, I'll show up and um, try to get there like 10 hours early to do my, my reset. But a lot of the times I've found in the last few weeks that people have been able to receive me early and I've gotten unloaded early. And there's even been a couple of times where I've, I've picked up a load before I was even scheduled to deliver the previous load. And that just really helps uh, keep that efficiency going on the truck, keep the wheels turning. And I've really had almost no time over the last couple of weeks to to do much other than just really drive. I haven't been stuck at a shipper. It's been kind of nice. Well, well, you know, count your blessings, right? I mean, last was it last week or the week before when you were telling the story about the best hooker in town and <laughs> what was it, Ogallala or whatever it's called? In Nogalala, yeah. Ho hopefully that won't, uh, we won't repeat that same thing or anything like it for a little <laughs> while. It's nice to be just running smooth. So you, you've 
you mentioned you have been able to call ahead and get things dropped off early. Is this something that you're finding that you can do just about every time when you are going to be early? Or is it uh, kind of rare that these receivers will let you do that? I think a lot of it depends on who you're delivering to or who you're picking up from. So you take, for example, a place like a Walmart. I mean, at a Walmart, you don't even bother. You're not going to get overnight parking. You're not going to get in early or out early. Just not going to happen. And a lot of times, like the bigger cold storage places are the same way. But you deliver to a lot of other places, you know, that that aren't necessarily just shippers and receivers. Uh, yeah, I think it's really common in those situations where you can get in and out early, and it's really nice. It uh, makes things run a lot smoother, and oftentimes you can pick up your next load quicker, and you know, it just helps you make more money. You know, something you said a few weeks ago that's kind of stuck with me a little bit is the idea of riding the waves. And, you know, you are going to have days and weeks, I'm sure, uh, that are a little bit more like what you were talking about last time with breakdowns or a deer hitting the side of the truck or whatever. There's going to be those valleys. But when the peaks come uh, and you're riding on top of that wave, enjoy it, right? So if you've had a couple of good weeks, hey, enjoy it. Absolutely. Yep. All right. So let's talk about the subject at hand. You wanted to uh, compare eating out with preparing your own food. Uh, what brought this up? Was this all just kind of, I mean, last week you talked about savings. Is that what this is about? Is kind of penny pinching? Is that what made you think of it? Well, you know, um, to be 100% honest with you, I, I kind of like eating out. It's fun to do. And I needed a really good excuse that I could give my wife that would allow me to eat out as much as I could for a while. And uh, <laughs> so that's why I decided to do this. That's that's really it's a, a guilty pleasure of mine. Fair enough. No, that's completely understandable. No, in, in, in all seriousness, I, I kind of just, I, I was really curious about the cost difference between the two. I mean, y- you know, intuitively going into it that it's going to cost a lot more to, you know, eat out on the road to buy your meals at McDonald's and Carl's Jr. And, you know, just even hot dogs at the, at a truck stop It you know, you know, that's going to be more expensive, but really what was more eye opening to me was just how big of a difference it was between the two. Well, okay, that was going to be my question because, like you said, intuitively it makes a lot of sense, but sometimes our intuition isn't exactly right. But in this case, you're saying it was even more so than you thought it was going to be? Yeah, it it was definitely, you know, the biggest surprise was not so much how expensive it was to eat out, but really how cheaply you can eat decent inside you know, the cab of the truck just preparing your own stuff and going to Walmart and, and buying groceries. Speaking of Walmart, okay, so they won't let you drop off early, but at least they can uh, give you low-priced food, I guess. <laughs> that's the that's the benefit you get out of them, for sure. <laughs> All right, so uh, now I, I did have a sneak peek at the numbers, and so I kind of have an idea of what's going to happen here. And yeah, the contrast is pretty crazy. You want to walk us through that a little bit? For sure. Yeah. Last, last week you mentioned um, Dave Ramsey. And if you ever listened to him or read any of his books, you know that one of the things that he's pretty well known for is being a minimalist when you're trying to dig yourself out of a, a hole of debt. And he all the time talks about living off of beans and rice while you're paying off debt. And while there's a lot of similarities to his plan and kind of what we're trying to do here with the trucking company, 
you know, it, it's, it's pretty similar. If you can limit those expenses that you have on the road, you're going to have more money to save and that's just going to set you up for more success in the future. And so, you know, even with things like eating out on the road, it's going to be able to make a big difference to how much money you have in your pocket at the end of the year. Uh-huh. Well, and this is becoming a theme with you, Chris, you are, okay. I called you, what did I call you? Mini Dave Ramsey or something like that last time. <laughs> Dave I'm just going to give you Dave your Ramsey own nickname. For truckers. Yeah. D- Dave Ramsey light or something like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just going to hereby dub you Mr. Saver. I don't, I don't know. That's a lame name. We'll come up with something better, but all right. So walk me through the first the first week, what did you do first? Did you go the restaurant route or the fix your own stuff route first? Well, like, like I said, eating out is a little bit of a guilty pleasure of mine. I, I like to do it and and try not to do it a whole ton. So I, I was kind of looking forward to that week. So I, I did that first. And, uh, you know, there's a few things I kind of want everybody to take note, just some kind of disclaimers up front. So... The, the most I spent on any one given meal was $16.77. But I didn't always eat three meals in a day because, you know, some of those meals are big meals like, a, you know, a, a Denny's Grand Slam breakfast. I mean, that, that almost lasts you good. It sticks in your gut when you're not moving around a ton for, you know, eight plus hours and you don't necessarily need to eat three full meals. So there were, there were a lot of times I only ate a couple meals. It sits in your gut right up until it doesn't and then you're really in trouble (laughs) yeah that's for sure so kind of in contrast here the the least i spent on a meal was three dollars and 59 cents and that was just you know at a lot of the truck stops you can get you know two hot dogs for around 350 and and they're pretty decent sized hot dogs so i mean they're they're legitimately a full-blown meal and then on top of that, I typically have, you know, one or two snacks a day. I'm a, I'm a big fan of M&M's, peanut M&M's. So I had, you know, I'd, I'd have a pack of peanut M&M's and then I'd buy, you know, a lot of soda on the road. You know, I'm a, a prolific Diet Coke drinker. So there's a lot of Diet Coke that went into it as well. <laughs> all right. So, um, all right. You mentioned Denny's, uh, truck stops. Was that kind of the typical thing? You know, McDonald's, that sort of thing? Yeah, I, I really just anywhere that I could find a place to eat that was adjacent to a truck stop. So either in the truck stop or something like I was literally just crossing the street. Anybody could walk to um, really close. So I, McDonald's, Waffle House, Carl's Jr., um, a lot of those different different places. And, and I'll probably put in the show notes a, maybe a little bit bigger list of exactly the different places I went and ate at. Gotcha, gotcha. Wait a minute. That smells an awful lot like, uh, uh, what is that, a spreadsheet? Oh, no. Are we talking spreadsheets? <laughs> you know you know me. I can't help myself. Yeah, that's uh, I actually used <laughs> a spreadsheet to kind of track all my expenses, the different places I ate at. Yeah, I, uh, again, the nerd in me comes out. It, it is the nerdiest thing about you, I've got to say. Your, your love of spreadsheets really shines through, Chris. Yeah, you kind of roll your eyes every time, uh, every time I mention the word. You know, this is uh, this is your version of like gas. Now, this is your joke. I say gas, and you make spreadsheets. <laughs> yeah, I, I to each his own, I guess. <laughs> all right, so you're gonna put all those in the show notes for uh, for this episode, episode twenty two, and that's great. 
Uh, but let's go ahead and talk numbers then. How much did you end up spending on the week when you were eating out on the road? So the, the grand total one week of eating out on the road, I spent $182.73. So that's just over $26 a day. Okay. Yeah, that, that is, I mean, yeah, that's a lot. I When I picture going to Denny's, hitting up the Waffle House, like it seems like that could have gotten a lot more out of control. So, uh, So it's more than you want, but... I guess you could have, it could have been worse. Yeah, it, it really could have. I mean, it, I, I tried not to go too crazy with the meals. Like I said, the most, the most expensive one was just under 17 bucks, but, um, you, you, you can definitely spend a lot more eating out. You can, and you can probably spend a little bit less if you're a little more frugal. I kind of just try to take a, a middle of the road approach when it came to eating out. But, you know, those those $10 meals, which most of them are right around that amount, those start to add up pretty quickly. And that's how you get to the almost 200 bucks in one week. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, 182.73. That's a pretty good number. All right. So I'm guessing that on week two, uh, you know, like we've already said, you didn't spend as much. The difference was pretty stark. Uh, but, I mean, did you literally go on the Dave Ramsey beans and rice diet? Uh, not not quite that bad, but yeah, I was I was pretty skimpy. So I've uh, the last two or three months of being on the road haven't been super kind to my to my midsection, and so I'm I'm trying to shed a little bit of what I've gained over the last few months. So I I was pretty conservative on how much I ate, and you'll you'll kind of see that in in some of the stuff that I ate. Um, but I, I, I didn't go super, super crazy with it. You could have gone even less than what I did. And where did you tend to go for all of this? I mean, you mentioned Walmart. Is that pretty much what you did is just a Walmart grocery shop or wherever you could find a grocery store? Yeah, absolutely. So for, for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks, or excuse me, breakfast, lunch, and snacks, I got everything at Walmart. So, you know, anybody obviously can go. And I actually bought it while I was on the road. Um, on a trip, I'd uh, I pulled into a Walmart parking lot. Some of them will let you park there overnight and parked at one and, and went in and got my food. And, you know, I, some of the things that I bought, like I'll give you a kind of a rundown of, of what I ate um, for those breakfast and lunches. So for breakfast, I'd have a lot of the times just some boiled eggs. And I've got an Instapot in my truck, so I can actually boil the eggs right in the truck if I need to, or, or a lot of times before I even go out on the road, I'll boil a dozen eggs and peel them and, and throw them in the fridge. So that was a pretty common breakfast. Another pretty common breakfast was instant oatmeal. Um, I, I, I have this little tiny thermos that uh, will hold a couple packets of instant oatmeal. And then when I'm in a truck stop, you just go into the truck stop and their coffee makers, you know, you can get hot water out of those. And I just throw that in there and and that'll make for a pretty good breakfast meal. Nice. Did you have to, uh, and this doesn't have anything to do with your food budget necessarily, but you go in, use the coffee maker. Or did you have to buy something else to make sure that you were patronizing them there? No, they, the truck stops know you're buying fuel. They don't, they don't care. So okay. you just, you make yourself at home at those places. I, I got, uh, I got chased out of a, <laughs> I got chased out of a rest stop up in uh, Burley, Idaho one time. Because uh, I used their bathroom and and it seemed like I wasn't gonna buy anything. She was not not happy. Yeah, I, I I've never had an issue like that at a truck stop just because they know you're uh, they want you to buy fuel. They don't want to chase you away. Right, right. Okay, so 
Um, what sort of, you, you talked about uh, eggs and some oatmeal. Um, these are convenient foods that you're easily preparing on the road. Or when you're at home, did you pack up a lot of stuff that you took with you, you know, packing it up before you hit the road? Yeah, so my, my dinners I did. So my wife, um, whenever she makes meals for her and the kids while I'm out on the road, um, she'll throw anything that's left over in just a Ziploc bag and throw it in the freezer. And so she, you know, collects a week week's worth of those and I can just throw them in the freezer and fridge in the truck. And that's for the most part what I had for dinner. So those... I didn't allocate a cost of those into the numbers that I'm going to give for how much it cost me for the prep food, because that, in, in all reality, that's food that she's already making. Um, I'm the, the big leftover eater at home. So a lot of the times that stuff just kind of goes to waste anyway, unless I eat it. So I, I didn't really use that as part of the cost calculation. And, and I'm guessing a lot of people are kind of going to be the same way. You can get leftovers from, from family, they just freeze it and you can take it. And there's not many things you can't freeze and eat later. All right. So that covers uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then you mentioned snacks as well. Anything special you did for that? Yeah. So uh, I usually have a snack between breakfast and lunch. And most of the time that was a granola bar. Um, and then between lunch and dinner, I'd have another snack. Again, I'm a big peanut M&M's guy. And I was able to save a lot on the peanut M&M's. You know, when you buy the peanut M&M's at a truck stop, I'd, I'd always buy the king size, go big or go home. And the king size M&M's are anywhere from about $2 to 250 But the, what I did at Walmart is I bought the big family thing of uh, peanut M&M's. It cost me 9 bucks. And then I, I have a little scale that I brought with me and I was able to weigh out the, uh, you know, the same amount. A king size M&M's is 3.25 ounces. I just weigh that out, put it in a Ziploc bag. And this is really hard for me, but I did it and I did it well. Um, I was on disciplined and that's all I would eat for that snack for that day was just the 3.25 ounces of it, when it's, which is really hard to do when you have like nine pounds of it. Maybe not quite that much, but you know, several pounds of peanut M and M sitting in the back of the truck. This I changed my mind. This is the most nerdy thing about you, Chris. You weighed your M and M's. You used a scale and you weighed your M and M's. That's that's just the beginning, Craig. I yeah, and and you know what? The cool thing about it is, instead of paying two to two dollars to two fifty for a king size thing of M and M's, I get the same amount of M and M's. Only cost me eighty cents when I bought them at bulk at Walmart. Yeah, that's not bad. That's that's a a good dollar twenty to almost a dollar seventy savings per thing of M and M's. It's it's like you're throwing your money away if you don't eat peanut M and M's. Is what you're saying. That's what I'm hearing. Anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, bottom line, what did you end up spending to eat for that week? Now you said you're not counting the family frozen meals and all that, but what did you end up spending? Before we get to that, let's talk a little bit about the lunches. Cause we kind of, I, I didn't go oh, did we complete skip detail on the lunches. Oh, okay. I missed um, it. Yeah. So, so for lunch, most lunches, I would eat two sandwiches and I, and my go-tos on sandwiches are either peanut butter and honey, or I'd make a tuna fish sandwich, so tuna fish, and I'd mix some Miracle Whip and some uh, sweet pickle relish in, and you know, depending on what I wanted for the day, that's I, I, I'd eat that. And so here's where my nerd gets even worse, is I weighed 
the peanut butter, what it, what the peanut butter jar weighed before the week started and then how much it weighed after so I could see exactly how much peanut butter or relish or Miracle Whip I used. And then I, I, I used my spreadsheet to determine exactly how much in ounces cost I spent for those things. So I, I got really detailed and exact with my numbers here, Craig. Chris, I am this close to hanging up on you right now. <laughs> I'm special, Craig. That's, I'm special. That you are. That you are. All right. So here, here's the here's the grand total for the week. So you remember what it was for the uh, eating out? Yeah. For a week of eating out, it was uh, what, 187, something like that? One, I think it was one. 178 what was it 182.73 so 182.73 so on the the week of um the walmart food i spent a whopping 31 dollars and 87 cents so that's just four dollars and 55 cents a day Jeez. okay <laughs> so rounded up 32 bucks that's low that that feels really really low it, y- yeah you'd it, it is other than, you know, you just got to keep in mind the dinner. I was just eating leftovers from home, but yeah, it, I, I was shocked how low it was. And, and I guess what I'm getting at is, do you feel like that's a normal low or, you know, might somebody end up spending 50 bucks or something like that? Yeah, I, it's all, it all depends on how you want to eat. I mean, even if you think about it and you spent double what I did, and you spent $64 instead of, you know, roughly $32, you're still going to save a huge amount. The way I did it, it was $150.88 savings eating out on the road versus eating prepared food. And and that's just $150 in a week. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, $150 over 52 weeks in a year. That's a, a huge savings. Yeah, and even let's say like you to to go with your point, and instead of you know s- spending just thirty two bucks like I did, let's say you spend eighty two bucks, you're still saving a hundred bucks a week. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it, it is remarkable. And let me ask you this: on the flip side, with, with the eating out thing, did you were you just eating with reckless abandon, uh, and that got you up to one hundred eighty two bucks, or were you? Uh, you know, trying to not necessarily take it easy, but, uh, you know, you were conscious of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, 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 I wasn't, I kind of try to take a middle of the road. So like I said, most of my meals were kind of in that $10 range, which I think is, it's hard to find too many, like, unless you're just buying two hot dogs and that's it, it's hard to find you know, a meal on the road for much less than 10 bucks. And so, you know, even if you're spending 10 bucks three times a day, that's, that's 30 bucks a day, which is more than what I was paying for in what I ate, you know, and and that included snacks. So my M&Ms that I was buying and my, my sodas that I was buying. So, you know, it, it's, it's, I don't feel like I went too crazy at all when I was eating out. Right. And I'm sure it, it would be the case that if you're used to eating out on the road, you probably don't even really think about it anymore right like it's just 10 bucks yeah, here 10 bucks there yeah it's it it's really easy to kind of spend a lot of money over a long period of time without really even noticing it let me um let me kind of relate a funny story that just actually happened to me in the last couple of weeks 
Oh, good. Well, we missed a story at the beginning of the episode, so I guess it's we're we're due for a good one. Well, and this one isn't isn't trucking specific, other than I was home for one day in the middle of a trip, and my wife gave me a honeydew. My uh, oldest daughter has her own bathroom, and it's kind of funny because she's got her own bathroom, and then the three other kids all share a bathroom. She's kind <laughs> of in a different part of the house, and so she she just kind of lucked out. But anyway, my wife goes in there one day and the bathtub is is a dirty mess. And she starts kind of yelling at my daughter and come to find out um, that the tub was draining really, really slowly. And, it, you know, so it's leaving kind of, you know, that gross ring all the way around the bathtub. And um, it was happening because the, the tub was draining really, really slow and she asked me to fix it. So I go in there and anyway, this, this daughter has just a ton of super thick hair and she'd clog the drain and we've been living in that house for six years now. And that's the first time I've cleaned the drain out, but it had gotten clogged so slowly over time, just little by little by little that she didn't even realize it was draining slow because it had just happened little by little over such a long period of time. And, and she thought it was just kind of draining normal. And that's what tubs did. Um, teenage kids, you know, they don't, they don't <laughs> really understand life. Right. But the point, the point is, and how this is kind of the same thing is, is it happened so slowly over such a long period of time that she didn't really notice what was happening. And the same thing happens with when we spend money, you know, we can spend $10 here, $10 there, you know, $5 here, $20 there. And over time that adds up, whether you're, we're talking about meals or we're talking about maintenance or we're talking about fuel. If we're not disciplined and deliberate about how we spend money, we're just going to spend everything that we've got. And, and I, you know, I've seen that at different periods in my life. I see that in the lives of other people around me. I mean, it just, that's kind of human nature. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, like I was saying earlier, 10 bucks here, 10 bucks there. It's, it's easy. It's simple. It's more convenient for us. It's tastier maybe in some cases. Yeah. It, it's, you know, eating out on the road a lot of the times is easier because you don't have to think about it. You just get hungry, you stop somewhere and you eat. But I mean, here's kind of where the big shock comes in. So I, I ex, um, extended these numbers over a one year period. So if I would eat out on the road every day for one year, I would spend $9,501.96. So that, I mean, that's a pretty big number. Versus if I did the prepared meals just like I did, it's only $1,656.20, which is a whopping difference of $7,845.76. Holy smokes. Okay, so again, if we round up, $8,000. This is, uh, it's an incredible difference, and this is the number that I got to have a sneak peek at. I was blown away by it. I still am. Uh, You know, I feel like this is, man, this is... uh, the number and this is maybe a good spot to end on because it's so shocking (laughs) but if you take that eight thousand dollar number and you know you talk to a person who spent eight thousand dollars eating or sorry that spent ninety five hundred dollars eating out on the road and you say hey if you could save eight thousand of that and you know put it back into the business put it in savings do whatever else you may want to do with it that person is going to be able to Think of other things they'd rather do 
it's uh, it's the whole short-term benefit, long-term benefit, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think if you asked a, a, a hundred different people if if they would if they knew they could save eight thousand dollars by preparing their own food versus eating out, I think most people would say that. Most people would say, I can think of a million different things I would rather do with eight thousand dollars than just eat it. I mean, because that's essentially what you're doing. I think most people would be that. And, and the point is, is, is I think you just, you need to be deliberate about your money. And if you're deliberate about it and conscious of how you're spending it, that money is going to go a long way and it's going to go towards things that are going to make you happier and, and be better for you in your life. I couldn't wrap it up with a prettier bow, Chris. Uh, that sounds good. How are we feeling about this? Is that where we want to leave it? I think that's a great place to end. Okay, Chris, uh, good story and it's a good experiment and i guess if anybody is curious about it they can do a very similar experiment themselves and see what their numbers come out to maybe it won't be quite as stark but like you said even if you're not saving eight thousand dollars a year maybe it's only five thousand but then it's you know only five thousand that's ridiculous so let i if you don't mind i'm going to encourage people to go to holland assets uh, on facebook or in the show notes at Holland Assets LLC and uh, talk about your experiments. If you want to try this out on the road, we'd love to hear what sort of savings uh, other people are able to come up with, right? Yeah, absolutely. Love to hear other stories because I, I guarantee you there's a lot of people that have some good ideas on how to save money on the road. All right. Well, enjoy that road, Chris, and I will talk to you next week. We'll see you next week, Chris. <laughs>